It's a lovely afternoon on Friday in St. Louis, and I'm here at the Lent Mansion doing readings by Rose every Monday and Friday at the Mansion. I'm here with Rose. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. So I wanted to take a few minutes and just kind of find out a little bit more about tarot reading and what people might expect when they come. Mm-hmm. When thinking about tarot, what's the maybe what's the best way or the the way that you would suggest that people might prepare for a reading? Before you get a tarot card reading, you want to know what what kind of answer you want to find from the cards uh, uh, set an intention before you're reading and know what question you're going to ask or if you're just going to ask about things in general have a few points to focus on about your life and mind are there specific ways to think about the question how you want to ask the questions if it is good to let me know if you have a yes or no question. And why is that? Uh, yes or no questions can easily be answered by one card or a spread of three simple cards. Now, if you're if you're wanting many answers or a vague generalized reading, I spread out a lot more cards. So, is there is there a particular deck that you prefer using or that you like to use? I prefer to use the classic Rider Waite tarot deck. It has symbols that most everybody recognizes on them. They're easy to interpret. I know there are hundreds and hundreds of different ones. I think for personal tarot use, a woman might prefer to use a goddess tarot deck. Uh, and for more novel party uses, you might want to get something with fairies or uh, something a little more whimsical. But for business purposes, Rider Waite has very classic symbolism that really relates to everybody. Everybody can kind of identify with what, what comes up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, what do you feel like are some of the more important elements for a good reading? You definitely need a quiet, intimate setting, um, privacy. We're looking deep within ourselves at maybe a problem one hasn't spoken out loud yet. So it's important for them to feel safe, you know, comfortable. From everything from temperature to your chair to your surroundings, it should be comfortable. So walk me through like a typical reading when someone comes in. What would they maybe experience? Well, first of all, we'll we'll learn each other's names, and I'll find out if you're a first time to get a tarot reading or if you've done it many times before. Uh, If it is a person's first time, I'll give them a little history maybe and tell them more what the symbols mean, uh, where it comes from. And if somebody's very experienced, they're going to pick up the symbols a lot quicker and I won't have to do as much background information. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little bit of a ritual around card preparation. And then we get through the reading. I tell the symbols first. Then I ask my querent if they see any symbols that I missed. And then we together we find 
the overall conclusion for their life. So with that, I'd be willing to, you know, do this on on tape for everyone. Okay. All right. All right. So if you, if, um, if you want to do a reading for me, I would be grateful. And what do we need to do to, to get started? Okay. The first thing we do, my name's Rose. Hello, Rose. My name's Tim. Hi, Tim. Have you had a reading before? I have not had a formal reading, no. Okay, this is exciting. Money will change hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to shuffle these to clean them up from the last reading. Now I'm going to have you shuffle the cards three times. Okay. And focus your intention and energy into the cards as you do so. That's one. While you do that and you concentrate, I'm going to concentrate and get centered. you make three piles with the cards. Any size. With your left hand, choose your favorite pile. Okay. And now I need to know, are we looking at one specific question or a general outlook? Um, Let's look at a general outlook. I'm going to do a spread in the shape of an X. There will be nine cards. This one's at the center. Are you sure you want to do this on tape? Sure. (laughs) I'm brave. Okay. Right at the center of your spread we have the seven of wands this represents being embattled in something in your life there's the beginning of a conflict this conflict has to do with a need for balance in your life if you've been working too much not resting enough it might be time to include some play time in your life okay Otherwise, you know, you can become off balance, and and this can lead to great changes. The sword represents change. So the Ace of Swords, this is a message, and since it's next to balance, I'm supposed to give you the message to find that balance in your life. Um, Now you have the tower straight across from that, and this also represents a dramatic change, a dramatic shift. The towers also next to the six of pentacles or coins, it's sometimes called. You'll see there's scales on this card. 
and this calls for a need for balance in the areas of health and money. The tower is a certain change. This is um, a very powerful card. It's a major arcana. Now, the future is always mutable. So it, it's, but it's less of a warning card and, and more of a card of there is change coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it is in the area of money and health. And it's also got the balance on it that's directly across from it over here. So you, I think you should watch, watch out for that. Okay. Take some healthier steps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the opposite cross because these are all related to each other. Hmm. There's been some disillusionment going on in your life in areas of your emotional well-being and feelings and things. Um, It's time to walk away from those emotions and leave them behind. They're no longer serving you. Okay. Whatever was in your mind that you thought was going to go one way, it's gone another, and it's time to leave that behind you. Um, This is related to the lovers, and this is also a card of leaving things behind. So there may be a shift in a relationship very close to you coming. Um, This could also be the lovers, they either mean physical lovers, Mm -hmm. or it could also mean more of a metaphorical lover, a partnership, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, I see great changes coming. Um, you're leaving behind old wounds. You're walking away from them. And there's going to be a start of something new. Now, this card up here, I want to also say, reminds you to give when you can and be charitable okay okay so i think there's been some internal battles going on and the best step forward is to really take care of your health and leave behind old wounds okay okay now i like to ask if there was anything in the cards you have questions about or or maybe that you saw that I missed hmm well I see that balance is a recurring theme here Um, so obviously I guess that's something that I need to pay more attention to and there have been quite a few changes uh, going on for me so that speaks true um, I don't suppose I see anything else there other than what you've maybe described for me that pulls me in any certain direction. All in all, I'd say that's pretty accurate for where I've been in the past three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So what is it? Do you play too hard or work too hard? 
<laughs> That's when all that balancing comes uh, up. <laughs> yeah, well, I I do I do work a lot, but maybe I should reevaluate what I'm doing in that work. <laughs> that could be that could be a an issue there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, always need to balance that money side, right? Oh yes. <laughs> always, a, always a challenge, but it's good to know. So this is a, a nine-card spread. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, interesting. If you notice, I started with the center mm-hmm. to find out what's most importantly going on with you, and then I made cards to touch that one and cards to touch those. Uh, cards that are next to each other help you to interpret the cards around them. Okay. So the tower all by itself doesn't tell you all that much, but you can tell what the tower means by seeing that this change has to do with money and health and a personal battle that you've been going through. Mm. See? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good insight. And rings true on a lot of levels. Fantastic. Well, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> well, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. So you're here every Monday and Friday here at the Lent Mansion? Yes, during lunch during hours. During lunch hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also may be available for private parties. Okay. Book, All right. book through the Lent Mansion mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll be able to contact the mansion for that information. Yep. Has there been... I don't want to get too personal about anything but what's perhaps one of the stranger or more unusual questions that you've had come up in your time here gosh well there's always strange things happening around the limp (laughs) (laughs) people always want to know what my paranormal experiences are around here so I'm always happy to share that Uh, I had a very nice gentleman come in, and our conversation actually somehow transformed into talking about UFOs (laughs) and our UFO experiences. And so that was probably the strangest conversation I've had yet, but it was very, very cool. And I'm just loving the people I meet in here and the stories I hear. I have to keep everything confidential. Of course. Um... But it's been a really great experience. Wonderful. That's great. Um, have you had, since you brought it up... Oh, geez. <laughs> can't, it's the Lint Mansion, of so course. I really can't end an interview here without asking, so, you know, are, are there any, any specific things that you may have run into that you'd be willing to share? Well, Tim, all my life, since I was a child, I've been intuitive, sensitive... Um, and had some strange little things happen growing up. Uh, but never in my life have I actually heard apparitions speak to me except for here. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I've had violent telekinetic activity around me with doors slamming shut, glasses flying off shelves and breaking with absolutely no... No reason, reason oh. or logic behind it. No wind and a door will just fly open with no one around. Um, they're actually sometimes a bit upsetting. 
the, even though I believe in the spirits, I accept them. Uh, I feel they favor me too. But still, when they're really, really strong, it's it's spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, especially the the uh, Claire audience experiences. It's like okay, twice. That'll that'll wake you up a little bit. <laughs> the the, uh, the main floor bar. I heard somebody say hello to me when no one was near, and I heard someone say hello to me also on the third floor. So those two areas is where I heard things. Now on this floor the main floor bedrooms you just see shadows walk by the door all day long that aren't there and well they are there <laughs> right but they're not people mm-hmm. they're not physical people out of the corner of your eye is where everything happens on this floor <laughs> for me <laughs> understood yes those shadow people mm-hmm. all the time all the time yeah well i want to thank you for your time here today and I appreciate the reading. That's a lot of good insight for me. Um, so I'll go, I'll go sit under a quiet tree and think about my balance today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this has been fun. <laughs> All right.